This is exactly right. Hello, dinosaurs. This is Chris Fairbanks. I have some shows coming up this weekend. Denver, Colorado, October 28th. I'll be at the Bug Theater with the beloved Grolix. And then October 29th, Sunday, I'll be in Fort Collins at the Comedy Fort. Do get tickets at chrisfairbanks.com. And thank you. And you're welcome. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Christopher James Fairbanks. God damn it. And this I'm is Karen Lynn Kilgara. That's my ma that's that's my mother's name. I Did you not know my middle name was your father's name? No. That's weird. Isn't it weird? But I wanted to guess your middle name. I know. I thought it'd be more fun to just blurt it out. <laughs> For who? You? You're the one you you're the one that thought my mom was Terry Gar. <laughs> well I I picture your mom as a petite blonde that that was like, oh, Chris, skateboarding. You know what I mean? That, so That was actually a pretty good impression. <laughs> and she was petite. And was it of your mom or of Terry Gar? Uh, yeah, my, my mom was like Terry Gar in Young Frankenstein. Gar. <laughs> Gar. Oh, oh, there's that wavering voice. <laughs> My mother's voice would waver. And then I looked down before we podcasted and I'm like, oh, wow, that man. Highly illegal. He's crazy. I think he's upset. I think he is L.A. born and bred. We should calm him down. Oh, and now you have to just stop there. (laughs) Ha ha. You whipped in front of us and now you're stuck. (laughs) Oh, he's going to go. He gave it a little pedal of metal, didn't he? Oh, somebody's got a tiny one, don't they? (laughs) Going into Marshalls. <laughs> I look down and my hands look exactly like my mom's. Um, you isn't know, that weird? It they are my mom's, it, including those little wrinkles and that. My mom had that. Yeah. I remember my dad used to comment on it. She go, "Stop it!" Like he was saying, "Oh, you're getting wrinkly." No, it like, was just joke? like he's like, "Look at your little." He'd always point it out, <laughs> and then. And then, uh, actually, recently, my dad was like, oh, your mom had that. And I almost cried because it was specific and I remember it. Yeah, it brought you back. Listener, Chris is pointing to that line just below the inside uh, of your, where the elbow bend is. But just below that, you, I think some people have it and some people 
don't. Mine would be like right there. Yeah, it's two inches south of the nape of my elbow, <laughs> towards the wrist, just two paces. Two paces downward, downtown. And uh, that's the pace of the let your fingers do the walking yellow pages. That's right. Legs. Wait, can I tell you a weird hand story similar to the one you're saying right now? Um, one time when uh, me and my roommates all did acid uh, before a Christmas party. In the daytime, we had done it. We were all sitting around waiting for it to start. Yeah, and, what a fun game that is. Right? And we're sitting around the kitchen table waiting for it to start. And there was probably six people sitting there. But I was sitting next to my roommate, Maleva, And we both had our hands on the table and everyone was talking. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I choked on my own saliva and I hate that it interrupted. Maleva. And sorry, <laughs> I'm good. Okay. And we looked down at the same time when we both went, Oh my God. And I, when I looked at my hand, it was her hand. And when she looked at her hand, it was my hand. Were so you we, crossing we switched them? hands. Nope. We switched hands and we both saw it. Isn't that weird? Wait, you switched hands. I looked at my hand and it was Maleva's hand. And I was like, oh, wow. oh my God. And the exact same thing happened to her at the same time. Is this like when they, they I've seen, uh, I sat through a long, boring video, but it was interesting in the end. This guy had a fake rubber hand. His real hand was behind a partition. Mm -hmm. And the guy was touching his hand and the fake hand which the guy could only see the fake hand in front of him. It was in a sleeve on a shirt he was wearing. His real hand he couldn't see, but the guy was touching both in the same way. And then he was just touching the fake hand and the guy could feel it, even though he couldn't see it. it, it and he was freaking out, so I believed it. That's, I, so he was watching someone touch his hand and he could feel it on the hand that wasn't being touched. Be, right. He no one on the fake hand. They were it. It ultimately got to the point where the guy was just stroking his fake hand, and he was feeling it on his real hand. Yes. Can I say what that is? Because I actually know. It's a thing called mirror neurons in our brains, and it's what creates empathy in human beings for other human beings. We have things called mirror neurons where we watch something happen to like someone else, or like in that case. It's like someone else's hand it's happening to, but we feel it. And that's like, that's how we survived through if, the millennia. If they do that test on a sociopath, will they not feel it? Then? They will not feel it, I don't think. Well, wow. I shouldn't say that's just a guess, but I would guess they wouldn't feel it. Wow. Because they don't care. Wow. Right? That's impressive. Mm -hmm. that's, we did an experiment without even putting on lab coats. <laughs> just a talking experiment. We talked through, we didn't even have a hypothesis, and we've created fact. What facts. are we? Facts. <laughs> that wasn't me putting an S on your word. That was me sucking in air because I realized we're going to the drive-thru to get coffee, and I didn't turn on the right street. Oh. I was like, that wasn't, it was. I didn't, yeah, I didn't take it personally. And oh, okay, earlier, good. I sucked in some air with a little bit of saliva, and it went down my <laughs> the wrong tube. And I might as well have been in a restaurant with a chicken wing doing the 
international <laughs> sign for choking. You truly were, it for a moment, choking and scared? Yeah, and I was doing I had my hands crossed like this, and I was pointing, but you just weren't looking. I wouldn't look. No. Because I don't, I don't give in to that sort of emotional blackmail. Right. Right. And you don't acknowledge international signs. You only, the only regional Petaluma only. sign for <laughs> choking is pointing and screaming. Here's the signs I do acknowledge. The 4-H hand signals and the brownie salute. That's it. Three fingers up. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's doing it again. again. It's so... He's doing it again. <laughs> I, I hate that it's have choking. It's, it's, it's terrible for podcasting. It's not good. No. Okay. I think it's out of my system. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, yeah, that's okay. I didn't do it. It seems like, but we're doing fine. I thought we were going on the wrong side of the road. That That's as panicked as I get. Oh, did that scare you? I just said, this is... I was going to mention my opinion about it. That's why I've been in a lot of accidents. And, you know, as far as I can tell, Here's, uh, honk, honk. if you wouldn't mind me, my input right now, we're on the wrong side of the road. Uh, that's my favorite. When, when, when there's someone about to get hit by a car or something, that's a bad example. But no, it is a good example. I never... The All, all you need to yell is... Look out, or there's a car, or, and I always say, oh no, <laughs> which isn't helpful to anyone. Right. Like an errant golf ball, for instance. I'll go, uh oh. <laughs> I, instead of saying golf ball, <laughs> it's hard for me to think of what a thing is called. I think that. Because you're scared. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's why I'm saying, uh oh. It's it's me fearing for my uh, dwindling vocabulary. Uh, yeah, I see. Uh oh. Uh oh. And then and then I can't even remember what spaghettios are called. <laughs> uh oh, ellipses. Uh oh, canned pasta. Ah, <laughs> oh, so much less of a ring to it. <laughs> Wait, was it uh oh spaghettios? Uh oh. You thought it was uh oh. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking, what was it? What was the commercial? Was it Uh Oh SpaghettiOs? Uh Oh SpaghettiOs. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've been watching, uh, my TV is on the fritz. I don't know what's happening. It has a ghost button. I've taken the remote apart. I've sprayed it with the air in a can. I've followed YouTube videos where you reset the remote. Uh Anyway, it constantly fast forwards through everything. Oh. So I thought mm. this is a good time to uh, take a stance against the streaming services. Great. And I've been watching the internal channels on my uh, TV, which... Regular uh, TV? Regular TV. And I started watching, you know, I watched some uh, MacGyver Ooh. Uh, this morning before golf. Uh, and it's funny because I kept expecting him to suddenly leap into another body. I was confusing it for quantum <laughs> leap. I'm like, what's he doing? Why is he just taking shit apart? Shouldn't he be launched into another situation? But I noticed at the end, it's like Winkler Productions. Henry Winkler made MacGyver. Really? Yeah. We all wondered after Fonzie, he was like, I'm not cool anymore. And then there was a brief period where he just made 
that or Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Well, right, he was also the executive producer of Holly, of the renew of the new Hollywood Squares, which was in the early 2000s, which was when I got to meet him backstage because Ellen was the center square. Oh, wow. And he came up and he was like, the Karens. He, and it was fucking Henry Winkler walking toward us saying he knew who we were. It was because Karen and Karen, right, me and right, Karen Anderson right. were writing for her. And it was one of the warmest feelings I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I get that from him, even through the TV. Yes, he's the greatest man. Well, I think we uh, elicit that on this podcast and no one knows once we're done recording. The same vibe? That's where we do a total 180. And that's when my Brooklyn accent comes out and push people over. <laughs> no, he seems like 24-7. He's a warm person. But yeah. like a lot of people that have this private career, it, tons of cartoon voices. Like for so many things oh. that ever, we've all watched. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. IMDb. It's one of my favorite websites. How tall is someone? <laughs> it's there. You know what else? They have cast, crew, and producers, which I am always looking because it's like, oh wait, who works on that show that I know or whatever? Right. And that you can't find that anywhere else. No, I really do go to IMDb. So I'm like annoying to watch a thing with. Have you ever checked your own name on there and checked your star meter? Not today. Do you check it? Yeah. Oh my god. We used to check it when I worked at Ellen. We would go through and everyone had to come into somebody's office and we'd check star meters. It's one of the funniest things of all time because it would go up and down. Like, they'd be like, your star meter is up 15% today right, or right. down 30%. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, I was a writer that had had two jobs before. Right. And, you know, you'd be up or down. Yeah, it's, I imagine, I'm guessing I'm down. You don't know, though. Even you, though I, w I woke up feeling like more of a star than ever. I mean, is it based on our internal feelings that's reflected on the website, or is it the algorithm? Well, when I look at IMDb, it's on my phone, so no doubt whatever I'm looking at is based on what I say out loud around my phone, whether oh. it's on or off or charged or in the other room or even left in my car. They're little it's spy listening. machines. Mm -hmm. Spy machines. Yeah. For sure. That's why I keep getting ads for things that I dream about. <laughs> what comes first, the ad or the dream? <laughs> oh, that's what that's what I really need to get to the bottom <laughs> of. I didn't want bright green cargo pants. I just dreamt that I did, and they showed up. What if that's the next level of like that kind of advertising? Is that they plant, implant the dream, then you wake up, then you see the ad, then you're like, well, it's meant to be. I have to get bright green cargo pants. Yeah, if for no other reason than my whole life, I've had a hard time remembering my dreams. If I had a piece of clothing show up, yeah, reminding me that I was on a tugboat with a chicken otter or whatever dumb dream I could have thought of better example. The point is... Would it be otter on the top half, chicken on the bottom? <laughs> God, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> it would be a chicken body and an otter's head. <laughs> a beakless, no. cute, nope. uh, slightly undersized, so Aww. it's the size of a chicken head. Okay. Pretty cute now. <laughs> yep. But a huge feathery body. <laughs> That's been bred for meat and eating. Yeah. <laughs> but it's otter meat. 
Yeah, it's not otter Which is meat. dark meat, not white. Yeah, meat. it's just as long as you eat it below the neck. <laughs> what are we talking about? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You'll see it on your phone tomorrow, and yeah. then you'll know. I've had very scary examples of that, but it's not scary to me. So many people are concerned, but I, I don't have anything to hide. Wait, about what? Uh, about our phones listening to everything. I'm oh. like, yeah, so what? So far, it's been convenient. Right. I, it would be a terrible time for me to commit a murder. Right. But that was never in the cards for me. I'm too old to get started. Yeah, and you have all those bone problems. It's a young man's game. You could hear me creaking as I walk away. I'd be like, away. hold on a second. Is the skeleton army coming? It's Chris with a knife. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You don't even have to run that fast to get away. <laughs> These old creaky joints. <laughs> the whole house wakes up when I go to get a drink of water. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah. Skateboarder. I'm... Oh, really? He, yeah. Maybe he's my friend. He had um, kind of a goatee. Oh, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> Chip Weatherton. What are you doing on the corner of Lawndale and Glorel Canyon? Chip. Weatherdale, you old son you of a bitch. Shot off sea biscuit. <laughs> Where the hell have you been up to still have the worst ever facial hair? <laughs> you don't see a long, uh, kind of wispy goatee that much anymore. He's going for it, Chip is. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the, the man before me in my haircut the other day had a classic chin only. Everything Ooh. else shaved. Ooh. It has a real, uh, you know. 1994 it, feel? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I've made the mistake of, of just out of, that's how it grows on my face. Nothing will grow on the sides. I will, I always have had the ability to make a sweet, sweet mustache. <laughs> yeah. But if I decide not to do that, but I get lazy with my chin, because look, I get cuts. See that cut? Yep. Yeah. So every once in a while, I'm like, just to be safe, let me let this grow. And yep, I'm a bass player from Temple of the Dog, <laughs> who's actually a Jeff Ament, So, So shut up, because that guy's really talented. And he skates better than Chip Weatherby. Does he? Yeah. That was Weatherdale. Weatherdale and Weatherby <laughs> are friends, but they... Uh, Different guys. Yeah, one has a goatee, one doesn't. And uh, yeah, Jeff is... Uh, did he I, start? Was he a skateboarder first? I have a picture of him. When I uh, when I was like 14, I would go to the University of Montana. They had these giant brick banks. Like, they were just mounds that were covered in brick. So, today, they would be the coolest skate spot. People would fly there to skate it. Mm. Uh, or maybe to go to the library. That's there too. Probably not though. But he, uh, I remember him skate. He showed me a picture recently and I'm like, I remember you then. I was a kid and he was a student and he was way before he was in, you know, Temple of the Dog or Pearl Jam. He was just a, a business student, I think, at the university. He would skate. He was like the only skateboarder in town. Wow. Because he's from a small town in, in Montana and I, he still skates. He still is responsible for building half the skate parks in Montana. Wow. 
and he has a little skate team and they fly places. A lot of them are uh, native reservation living kids. That's great. And yeah, he's just the uh, damn humanitarian he is. So you've talked to him and you talk and he's could you could say he's a acquaintance slash friend of yours. Yes. Certainly. You've I, never bragged about that. I no, would have already. I'm, he did a solo song, and I played like a Tucker Carlson guy in it, and I had to learn the lyrics to his song, and then it was sped up. So he's playing to the, to like Fox News, and I'm Tucker Carl's bad <laughs> on the news, and I, I had to learn the lyrics and kind of sing it in front of him, which made me feel uncomfortable. Sorry, my car wants me to stop. Yeah, or just wants this story to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it to the end. And uh, <laughs> I, that's I, enough about Jeff Ammon. <laughs> no, no, keep keep it all coming. <laughs> um, our last Curb Dogs show, he watched in the audience, so and that made me very uncomfortable. A guy that's seen live music and done it for a living his whole life, and then I'm in my. It made me nervous. I yeah. hope I, I hope I hope he enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you can hope for. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he did, though. Yeah. If you're doing fun skateboarding covers. That guy's driving like it's still... The moon is aligned with whatever. God, people are... Maybe people just drive crazy. It doesn't have to be retrograde times. I think these days people are looking for some sort of outlet for their rage and fear. Yeah. And some in L.A., it's, a car is a good place to try to get it out. Yeah, if you don't paint or, or play the drums... You might as well just speed through intersections. You might as well gun it and see what happens. That guy's really just an artist expressing himself. That guy, although he has killed multiple pedestrians, is an artist at heart. Yeah, well, that's in that world, killing a pedestrian is like selling a painting. <laughs> you it's are rare. successful. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it seems like he's trying to do. And like the other guy, he's just stopped. Is he sped up to not he, go any further. Yes, that's what it all is in Los Angeles. People gunning it and cutting you off to get to the red light sooner. It's infuriating. It's quite stupid. We may have talked about this the last time we recorded alone, but... Everything today I've already said. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not true because I didn't know you were friends with Jeff Amet. He's Yeah, he is friends. More, um, than, more than an acquaintance. More than friends? Well, I'm afraid if he's listening, he'd be like, oh, man. He's like, gross. My dad's shirt is hanging at, at his indoor skate pool. Cause I, I am shocked that you haven't even... You've never said this to me. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I hate bragging and dropping names. Do you? Not really. <laughs> no, I should do more of it, actually. Yes, get in there. I was just saying that the other day to my friend Mike Judge. What? Oh, it doesn't matter. He made a cartoon called Beavis and Butthead. I've watched it. Yeah, he's one of my friends. Anyway, I was telling him that I don't like to mention him. <laughs> and he's like, please do. Please. Maybe I can help with your career. And I'm like, I don't want it. I'm fine where I am, I said. Yeah, good. Yeah. That was, you played that moment perfectly. Yeah. 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 I like to back out of anything that seems like it could be lucrative. Yeah. Pump the brakes. Stay away. Yeah. Don't make eye contact. Leave. Ass first out the door. Yeah. Nobody saw me here, I announced. Also, don't be afraid to be rude to Mike Judge on your way out, just so he's left with a bad taste in his mouth. Right. Yeah. I learned that from uh, the mystery, the... uh, (laughs) The woman slayer or yeah. whatever. 
you show up, you peacock, you put goggles on your crotch, <laughs> and you see the prettiest girl in the room, you flip her off. Yep. And then they come crawling over, wanting to kiss your face. You say, hey, girl, uh, are you free Saturday? And she goes, well, yes, I am. And then you go, you, I knew you would be because you're ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know why I asked anyway, because I got plans. <laughs> Mystery, no. I love your purple velvet coat. I, I, uh, he's a friend of mine. Mystery? And I, yeah, yeah, we hang out. No. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but <laughs> after I did the, uh, that reality bites back thing, um, which, you know, had a bunch of people. Amy Schumer. I would have all I did is drop names <laughs> after. Anyway. Now you're just just naming famous people. You don't know them. Right. You're, just, you're just saying names. Anyway, Phil Collins. <laughs> I, we, that crew, that whole crew, because what we made was, albeit a parody of reality TV, what the crew was, that's what they made, was Big Brother type shows. Yeah. One of them being, I think, Big Brother. And and the next show they were starting to work on as we were wrapping, so everyone was real busy, uh, uh, was that dating show. I can't remember. The Pickup Artist or something. Oh, there was an actual show? There was a show that picked up nerdy dudes that are mad at women mm. and, and like, work with that. And you can use that. <laughs> and so this was 2002? Uh, actually, it's... it's horrifyingly uh more recent i think it was uh 08 or oh. 2000 ah 2010 mm. yeah uh it wasn't that long ago that it was such a simpler time but i got on a plane and i knew that they're working on it and he got on the plane and i looked at him because he had yes a steampunk goggles uh above his beanie i think sewn into it ah. And I was kind like, of hey. like when Snoopy's a pilot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and aboard came the Red Baron of ladies, <laughs> and and I said, "Oh, you're working with so and so and so and so on the." And he said, he was like, "Yeah." And then we, he was talking to me, but he was scanning the room. I could tell he was like like Terminator, looking at every woman <laughs> on the plane, and in a gross way, like midsection, then face. Like I could sure. tell. Like looking around, like a lot of people do at a party where they, you know, they look over your shoulder looking for someone better to talk to. Mm -hmm. He was doing that, except uh, desperately trying to find uh, ladies. Ladies, and uh, and and people that worked on that show said it worked disappointingly. He did. Well, yeah, I throw think the it, line out with everyone he met. Here's the thing, though. I think that only proves that like people are just kind of much more open to and willing to give people a try. How many dates did he go on with those ladies? I bet you one. But you know what I mean? If he, if he's doing all of his tricks and he's like, hey, I'm giving you special attention, but also fucking with your mind, but also this, but also that the average girl might be like, OK, if you're going to put yeah. in all this effort let's give it a whirl and then one dinner or one i don't know whatever the rules are you take her to a park and leave her there <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the first rules they learn has to be near a bench this is very important <laughs> and then she has no ride it's dark outside <laughs> really scary yeah it, it is scary
I suppose, yeah. Um, there's also people I know that read, there's either a book he made or a book about him that gives you the tips. Oh, right. And I remember this guy that worked on my back. He's a back, uh, you know what they're called. Thank you. Mm -hmm. He was like, oh, we, uh. Wait, pause. We should go talk to that. Pause. Pause. Mm -hmm. We're getting coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. I just wanted to explain. This is part of the show. Ooh, oh, yeah, that got, wasn't just me the, ra- randomly being rude. The thing. Uh, oh, yeah. the gift card, yeah. Hi, can I get a, a double tall one pump mocha? A hot, please. And also... I'll get a pumpkin cream cold brew with two pumps. Okay. And a grande pumpkin cream cold brew... With two pumps? Annalise. Oh, nothing for me, thanks. Not one thing? Not one thing. Do you want to pop a cake pop? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so sweet. I'm good. And that's going to be it. Thank you. What are we saying? Oh, this chiropractor uh, that I didn't know that well, we went, we met somewhere, and he used a language from it. Like when you find out someone did the forum and they're like, got it. <laughs> I mean, you're listening. He said, <laughs> We should, uh, you and I, go talk to that triple set. And I'm like, triple set? Because in skateboarding, that's three sets of stairs. <laughs> like stairs, gap, stairs, gap. And, and I'm like, what are you talking about? We would talk. That just proves what I've been focusing on my whole life, <laughs> is skateboarding. And, uh, but it, 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 it kind of And did he mean me three out. women? Yes. <laughs> it was called a, tri- a, a set, a three set. I don't know. But yeah, what it's the same amount of syllables as those three people. Right. I don't know. Well, I feel like, because I remember when all that was kicking up, and it was the highly toxic early 2000s, yeah. right? You were wearing a lot of fedoras. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was peacocking. <laughs> um, but like, I feel like people are so lost and befuddled it's not just men it's women too about connecting to whoever they are interested in connecting with and how scary and intimidating that can be or how whatever feelings that they have kind of developed over the years of quote unquote thing is wrong with me or i don't know this or i do this wrong or whatever yeah and they're so in their head about it and it's such a big deal right because that's like who your partner is going to be how your life is going to turn out whatever yeah that anybody that goes i've got it all figured out and here's the system and it'll work right there are people that are going to absolutely buy in because they're like whether it's like i just want to have sex every weekend or i want to find the woman of my dreams right they're like fine i will play by these rules if it works yeah Something makes me think those were that those two categories of people on that show were split up. Who's here just to have sex? Who here wants to? Uh, what's the word again? Oh yeah, relationship. I I think that now I th- I would like to think most people have grown a little and know that what the answer is is just therapy and yeah, you know there isn't all these other uh, versions of uh, you know education that you learn, but. That is when I did, because I did that forum. You did? I did. The landmark forum? Yes. 
I, Shit, Chris. My sister was doing intros to it. We're all kind of embarrassed about it now. Sure. But I found it useful because I did do it with my dad and sister and my my stepmom at the time. And it, so it made us actually just default to this being therapy. Because I think most people were in there alone. And it was... Big, tough truck drivers that had terrible abuse. Like, everyone very... If one thing, I just was like, why am I even... These people have real... I can't believe what this person's been through or this person. I feel okay about myself now. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about group. Not that it's a competition, but they were winning. (laughs) And... but it was it was kind of cool to do it with my dad, and it's like, oh, I have to have a grievance. I think that was the word. I guess I could do this, and then all of a sudden I'm crying because I'm t- t- talking to my dad about something that right. was uncomfortable. Like you don't usually do that with your dad, like, right? Yeah. So it was helpful. It wasn't until I had earned the next tier, and it was expensive, and I just moved to Austin to start doing comedy. And I was getting nothing out of it because I wasn't there with my family. I was there by myself with a, with a very strange people. But I think you're right in that before and up until very recently, therapy was for like mental patients right. or incredibly like rich New York City citizens. Right. Or like... Like, my mom was a psychiatric nurse. That's why, like, therapy was very normal to me. Yeah. And everybody else would be like, I would be like, my therapist said blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, oh, my God. I'm like, what is wrong with you? But that's only because my mom made it like it was like everyone should be in therapy. And now that's what everyone kind of understands is like, you got to start at home and fix the inside before you go outside and try to do anything. Because ultimately, whether you're whether you're doing the pickup artist or any other kind of thing that's like you're trying to fill the hole. Yeah. Sorry, that's a bad phrase for that. But I meant like trying to fill the, the void. The void, yeah. That's a better way yeah. to say it. Um, you're just, it's all, you're going to keep coming back to problem after problem if you don't have anything in yourself. Or, fix, or if you fix. don't have the tools to actually go to church. I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> Chris just starts pitching the forum now, the, like that hardcore. Is what, that's yeah. The, the void. Uh, all of our voids need filling, and I'm. And I think everyone now is like, yeah, whatever it is, do it. Yeah. And and back then, uh, I think you're right. If you heard about someone having a therapist or a, a shrink or whatever they used to call them, it meant oh, you've had trauma, and I can't relate. Now, when people bring up therapy, I'm embarrassed that I'm the only one that hasn't done it. Right. Because I haven't figured out how to get a good one. Because I keep hearing about people there like, yeah, I went to this person. It didn't work out. And, you know, it takes four or five therapists before they find the right one. Yeah, it does. Uh, That's why it makes sense to do it online. I hope they're a sponsor today. (laughs) Like with BetterHelp. (laughs) Um, my, the first lady I went to for therapy and it was like so much, so long after I should have started going, I w- the first time I went was when I was 18 and, um, it was when I moved back after I flunked out of college and got into three car accidents. And my mom was like, you're moving home, get your shit together. Oh, wow. And so I went to one therapy appointment where I walked in and she was like, okay, so how are you feeling today? And I just started crying and I just cried for the entire hour and then left. That was really embarrassing. So then I didn't go back until I was like 33. 
and um, I got a recommendation and my friend's wife was a therapist. And so she's like, well, I can't be your therapist, but I can recommend people. What are you looking for? And I said, I want to talk to Olympia Dukakis. And so she gave me this recommendation and it was this lady in town and she was an older lady, but she Who was an Olympia Dukakis impersonator. She, <laughs> no, I wish, but she was like older. She'd like, right. you know, she was, she had silver hair. Yeah. Um, but she did this thing where she was like, so what's going on with you? And I was like, well, my mom has Alzheimer's and she immediately was like, and how does that make you feel? And I was like, well, hold on. I have a, like a whole story about like, I was like, no, this is monologue time. And right. then you're, you're saying your lines too early. Yeah. And it was so frustrating that I only went there once. And then I was like, well, now I'm screwed because I don't want to go to her anymore. And I right. don't know where to go. And you know what I did? And this is not, this is non spawn con. I looked in on the website for psychology today, which is a, you know, like a psychology magazine. Sure. And in the hard copy of it, they have um, therapist listings in the back pages, almost like the want ads, you know? Uh And so you can look on their website. And that's how I found my therapist who I've been at with her for like almost 20 years now. Yeah. It's just like any doctor. Like when I was looking for my hip guy, I was searching the internet for a uh, a sculptor artist hip replacement person and there there's a doctor and he's like working on this piece of marble and I wanted like an artist person that worked on hips because that made me think they would approach it with a kind of uh, you know a passion or something like not, it, each one's and he is that person. I think I got lucky. I also saw that his stats were just like, oh, he's done all these right. professional athletes. But if you search online, I'm still searching for a new doctor that is under my insurance. And I, it's important to like find them on, go on Yelp, see what people say. Yeah. I'm spending months <laughs> <laughs> trying well, to just, find the right person. It is important though. Yeah. It is like, it is, you have to match up. Which is yeah. not easy. Yeah. Same with therapy. Yeah. Um, yep. We gotta just do your research. That was sincere conversation, yes. listener. Exactly. Please join. <laughs> and you know me, I come out of the gates and I'm like this. Am I funny? Am I funny? Here's a joke. Here's a joke. Good. I made Karen laugh. Uh, and that, that, but there's, I'm a real person and I can be boring as well, is my point. Oh, they know. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, that's my let's favorite. go to therapy that's, about it. That's my favorite. Uh, the insult, agree with the insult, <laughs> and then realize it was an insult and go, hey, that is a format. I could play that game all day. That is classic 20s Hollywood comedy. Yeah, you remember the 20s. <laughs> are you trying to insult yeah. me? Oh, hey. Yeah. Wait, wait, oh, sorry, wait. It do, it, do it again, do it again. <laughs> Yeah, the twenties. You remember that era? Yeah, I really did. Well, hey, it's <laughs> <was> getting flapper. <laughs> <laughs> You're the headliner at flappers. Oh, in my dreams. I can tell that these are the last days I'm going to be able to wear my flip flops, which I wear every single day of summer. Oh yeah. Starting in probably early spring because of how warm it always is in Los Angeles, and I just wear them constantly don't give a shit i won't change unless it's a very special occasion or something nice is happening yeah and the last couple days i'm like you gotta wrap this down first this summer is wrapping down so are you having uh like 
trying to make closure with your flip-flops? Do you rest them down and have them lit and look at them at the night time? Uh, <laughs> I put them on the neighbor's porch and look at them through the window, sadly, like they're not mine anymore. <laughs> Every morning they walk over and hand them to you. It's hey, an arrangement. Hey, stop doing this, they say. I'm Yeah, I'm the opposite. I meant looking forward to my uh, outer layers. Those are some of my favorite clothes. I mean, it really Sweaters. is changing. The, t- the sweater weather is, we're m- mere hours away. Yeah. It's great. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to this line being done so I can stop looking at that Super Nintendo billboard because... Yeah. Uh, this line is... it. We've got special circumstances in front of us. Yeah. For some reason. I'm just going to try and avert my eyes. That's what this is for. There you go. The old yeah, you don't visor. have to be... You don't have to be advertised to. No. If you don't want to be. I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't have an Xbox. <laughs> You're just shoving it in my face that I have a Nintendo with a broken um, duck hunt gun. Oh, that's for Universal Studios. Do you ever go there? You live right in the area. Do you ever uh, go to Universal Studios? I go there sometimes, very rarely, sometimes to go to the movies. Right. Or, uh, like, I went there, I think this, I can't remember it was pre-COVID or right after. Must have been pre, it must have been. Because uh, Lauren, my niece Lauren, yeah. wanted to go for Harry Potter World. Right. Yeah, that I think we, we talked about that. Because I did not ever experience any Harry Potter movies. I'm not trying to lie or sound tough, but I've never watched a Potter film. <laughs> oh. Nor read the books, but that's a given. You know me in books. Yeah. They're uh, simply written to make me feel dumb. Well, movies are your books. Yes. And that's how it should work for I, you. Uh, uh, subtitles are always on. Two birds. Yep. One stone. And I um, I uh, very much enjoyed it, but I do, I did find out that everything, including roller roller coasters, make me sick now. Oh. Yeah. Do you have an inner ear issue? I think it's cochlear yeah. I don't know what it is. I can't be jostled. I'll toss. And it used to be spinning like the teacups or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you want me to flip around, I'll get on the zipper. Hi. I don't know how much is on this card, so I was, we'll start with that. Four fifty is what I owe you? Okay. Do you want to hang on to this? No, thanks. 450. Yep. Coming up. <laughs> Coming right up. Out of the, uh, that's why I ordered a new wallet. I don't like the It's not money. the best system. No, there's a money clip. Pick a thing. Thank you. Money clip or wallet. Oh, 415. Get some change back. Yeah, I love the jingle jangle <laughs> of change. I can't be jostled is probably one of the greatest things you've ever said. <laughs> Thank you. And 85. it's teacup spinning. Like, I can be on the Gravitron, sure. Big circles, you bet. Right. Tight circles, they no have always way. bothered me. Yeah, they've bothered me, too. Thanks so much. Thank Bye. you. Ooh, holiday it's treat. Holiday rule. Yes, holiday rule. Oh, shoot. Sorry, Jim. Mm. Every time, we got to clear it. There is. I don't know what it, what it is, but the first time you get a foamy coffee drink from this place, mm. St. Arbucks. Yeah. 
there's an electric shock that happens when I touch my lip to it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. Every time. Is it the plastic cup? Mm-mm. The new baby sippy cup? I'm not getting pinched or it feels like that, but it is a shock to my lips, and it happens every time. Huh. Yeah, I know. It sounds like I'm making it up. It sounds like you're lying, and also, could it be the chai? It's so spicy. No, it's not. And trust me, this spice has got some kick. <laughs> but it ain't the painful pinch of, of uh, I would say, nine volts. Wow. Yeah, it's like licking a battery. <laughs> and then after I after that first sip, people out there are going to know what I'm talking about. I bet they will. Please mm-hmm. write in. Listener, <laughs> have you gotten shocked by a St. Arbuck's cup? <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. Also, uh, it's the foam. Support unions. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Have you been shocked by the foam on your drink? Let us know. Let us know. Spay and neuter. (laughs) Betty White says. (laughs) And then they put in the sample there. I I feel like this is what happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. When I get a mocha. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how they. Also, if you. Listener, if anybody out there works at St. Arbucks and knows how these work, sometimes I feel like there's no coffee in my mocha. I feel like I'm getting a hot chocolate because there doesn't seem to be any kind of underside. It feels like it's a cocoa, hot cocoa vibes with no kick of coffee. Right, right. But I wonder the way they make drinks, do they pour the shots of espresso in after or first? Boy, I don't know. It's been a while since I looked behind the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't want to talk, just say so. (laughs) You don't have to rudely draw a curtain (laughs) right at the register. Please, please don't draw that curtain. Yeah, and take off that ridiculous shower cap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see, what else is going on? I uh, had a little buddy in my shower. Uh-oh. Uh, just a spider that I was... Um, I'm I'm not trying to brag, but I don't... Kill, unless they get on me, then I'll smush the shit out of them. Yeah, because that's too scary. But a spider just... Uh, the this, this spider had their routine, like, would build a web, and then during the day, the web would be gone, and... Uh, they'd be like foraging around my tub and wiping the wiping down surfaces. And and today, as long as I just do my normal thing, if the spider's in the tub and I turn on the water, hey, that's on you, man. Mm. I just I just am not gonna go out of my way to hurt the spider. Okay. But it crawled behind the curtain, and right then I saw the water splashing, and I. It's uh, it's my routine to get in there and, and pull the curtain behind me, and that protected the spider. So I did notice, like, okay, I guess because I'm doing what I normally do, I accident accidentally saved you. And I've been doing this dumb little mental game, and then I noticed at the end of my shower, he did he was all in the drain, all crinkled up. He died, and oh. it's my fault. And I just, I've been actually feeling bad about it. What is that? Well. Don't say therapy. It's not therapy. (laughs) It's mirror neurons. You were connecting with that spider. Mm -hmm. You were considering and connecting. I was just doing what I do. And uh, yeah. It's healthy. 
And then uh, next to it were three little tiny baby spiders that were going, Daddy! No. (laughs) And they were alone? There was no mother? Yeah, I don't want to see that play out. So I squished them. (laughs) Barefoot, crushed them all. I'm not going to break up a home. No. I end the home. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel uh, bad. Well, that's weird. I had a very similar... This is a daddy long legs, too. Oh, they're, they are kind of scary and large. Um, but I was going to say I had this similar experience with a cricket, which are good luck. There was a cricket in my sink. So I was like, okay, I've got to get this out of the sink and outside. And then st- there begins the physical comedy of trying to catch a cricket yeah. and walk it outside. But at, while it's touching me and I don't want it to be touching me. So, of course, I drop it. And then I drop it on the ground and then Frank immediately smashes and eats half of it. Yeah, of course. And I was like, first of all, Frank, that was good luck. Uh, So thanks so much. And then secondly. Well, it's extra good luck if you eat it. (laughs) Think Frank. (laughs) I don't know if that's the belief system. Yeah. Did Frank have a little leg that kept twitching in the corner of his smile? (laughs) I mean, my dogs will eat kind of any animal or thing that comes along. They don't care. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't, if if there's one grasshopper on me, I'm cool with that. But when you go through a field and all of a sudden you're, there's six or seven, I do panic. Yeah. And I know they can't hurt me. No, they don't do anything, but they are a little bit creepy. Well, they got little knives on their calves. Yeah, but they're really little. Yeah, but if they kick hard enough, saw your finger off, man. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Start a fire. Just sing you a little song with their legs Mm -hmm. is what they're going to do. Yeah, we're all just, let's just bring it out there. We're all thinking of Jiminy Cricket. (laughs) We're all thinking of a a little guy that wears a vest. Top hat. uh, Song and dance cricket. Oh, Yeah. Talented. Ooh. Ooh. Grandma, you ran the red. Yeah. It's it's because that grandma has a sporty car. I think, uh. It's got a ski rack and all-wheel drive, tinted windows. What are you doing, Grandma? Hold a sec. That's what? Tony Hawk. I, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I just imagine him just in a in a Estelle Getty wig. <laughs> just, that's how he has to get around town because people got so used to him seeing him and yelling at him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I can't go anywhere now. Yeah, yeah. That probably is how his life is. Anyway, sorry about that snooze fest of a of a spider story, but that's all I got. I think the listener likes to hear your day to day. I think they like this. Essentially, this podcast is just a hang. So right. I imagine that people hit play mm-hmm. and they're like, "These are my two dipshit friends." Yeah, it's like I'm in the car with them, and they're gonna just bullshit. I can take a nap or right. I can get my thing done. And they'll be holding it down for me. Right. Socializing on my behalf. Yeah. I don't care that we're the yawny of podcasts. <laughs> there are certain bad... You want to know my most listened to podcast? What? Brown Noise. It's at the <laughs> end of the year when you get your Spotify review. Yeah. It's like white noise, but there's a little more... There's also like a, a wind in there. Like farting? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's pink noise. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the ceiling fan, and uh, I can't say it. 
<laughs> queefs. But I'd been, I'd been, uh, I paying attention at the end of the year. They give you your review, and it's like, congratulations, you listen to a lot of Rufus Wainwright or mm, something. Okay. And but this last time, it was like you listen to a lot of Brown Noise, and there was like a ribbon, like they give you your little ceremony that plays like a video. <laughs> And I listen to it because it does indeed help me sleep. And mm. I bit, I give them those downloads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, that's good. I'm just saying, I don't, I, it's, it's very popular to be in the sleepy, sleep aid business. People it, need to goddamn relax these days. Yeah. And it's hard to sleep when I'm on. I know. So I'm glad I've turned it off today. <laughs> People need their rest from they, me. They need their rest. They can't be taking the japes and the jokes one after the other. Don't forget it's, about my jabs. And the jabs, they hurt. <laughs> yeah. oh, a lot of my a lot of my pranks and bits mm-hmm. are like elbow to your gut. <laughs> but uh yeah. Yeah. If you had to buy any of the cars we can see right now, which one would you buy? I play that game all the time. For real? Yeah. Which one? Which one? Uh that's the grandma Subaru. Oh, you're on. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's all-wheel drive. It's it's already got a, a rack on it. Yep. And uh, and and there's a grandma inside. That's what I'm talking about. Her. <laughs> <laughs> you see the rack on that thing? Woo! <laughs> no, you could get bikes. I could uh, put snowboards up there. Golf been, clubs. Yeah. Um, what are your other things? A bowling ball what? and a case with let, a glove. Let me list the things that distract from actual <laughs> avoiding life. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't do that sentence real good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been, you know, I've, I've, I won't need my billiard cue anymore. Right, you hung yeah. that up. Yeah, to dry. <laughs> Was it damp? <laughs> yeah, road hard, huh? <laughs> wet. Yeah, that sounds dirty, but no, you know what it is, Miss 4H over here That's from right. the 20s. <laughs> Don't have to explain <laughs> it to me. <laughs> It's, it's, all it means is, it doesn't really dry it, but after you ride a horse, you're supposed to brush it. You're supposed to take the saddle off. Yeah. Right. And the blanket. Oh, there's people that just leave the saddle on? Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't, most horse people would not, because they're paying tens of thousands of dollars for those GD horses. Yeah. I mean, mag- majestic. Yeah. Yeah. They are a beautiful species. They really, I saw it, uh, before I... Like in between meetings on, because we still do Zoom meetings and everything from home as we wait for the offices to open. And Ooh, I. That's exciting. And I, I probably have a desk. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go there and color. Um, <laughs> the idea that. I'm going to tell Danielle that you want a desk. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a desk. I, I just show up. I'm like, yep. That'll do. And yep. then I grab my golf clubs and yep. leave. You'll be like, thanks, I clocked in. I want, please, I put it on record. I was here for two hours. Yeah. Um, uh, all you did is these crayon drawings. <laughs> Chris, we don't need these, and there's no refrigerator hat to hang them up on, so you can take them with you. Even the ones I already put stars on? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to kill time in between meetings, which sometimes is like half an hour or whatever, I just watch TikTok, but I always forget that TikTok is as funny as it is moving and sad and heartwarming. So I fucking start crying all the time. And then I, and then I have to jump on meeting and explain why I look like I've either been 
like getting high or having an emotional breakdown. Right. Where which probably is a little bit of it. But I yeah. mean it's like there's a little girl that liked her hair. It was just it's a real yeah. uh I can't remember why I was saying that though. That was connected to something from before. You're avoiding the question. Which of these cars <laughs> would you drive? Okay, uh, Honda, Audi. Yeah, I didn't give you much. Hyundai, yeah. Of yeah. these ones, uh, uh, classic Honda. I yeah. picked that silver two-door classic Honda. That's what I have. I know. Yeah. Because those things will not break down. I have never, other than get the oil changed, done anything. Yep. I whisper to it. I talk to it. I tell <laughs> I, I love it. Mm -hmm. Ever since I had Orville... Uh, I, that name was not one I gave. Your sister? No, the previous owner. Oh. When I bought this white Bu Buick Skyhawk, she's like, will you please call the uh, car Orville? I guess because it's white, she called it Okay. Right. And I was like, yeah, whatever, crazy lady. <laughs> and I did call the car Orville. And when I was all done, I was like, thanks. Horrible. Like, Aww. I actually say it out loud. That's nice. I feel like, in a way, I do want cars to have feelings. And when I'm like, ah, this piece of shit, or I don't wash it, I, I apologize. It's very strange. But I'm not even kidding. Well, that's good. I do good. talk. You want to keep the vibes good so it doesn't, like, as you're driving through the desert, break down and right. leave you. If there's no if if there's no rhyme or reason to a car bursting into flames, or uh, you know, and I've ignored all the notices about apparent shards of metal that will fly out of my airbag, I've been meaning to take it in. Mm -hmm. I have my own plan, Honda. I just tell my car I love it. Don't boss me. Yeah. That was my impression of you. Yeah, don't boss me. And man, the strongly worded letters. How about giving me a phone number so I can take it? <laughs> I'm not just going to the dealership. I don't think shards of metal are going to come out of my airbags. Do they want... Well, why don't you if they sent you a letter about it? Well, why do I stand again? Not, I don't get a car for a while. I like living on the edge. It's not about gain. You get a little white dog to come in that Subaru that's still in front of us. Do you uh, see that doggy? Yeah, that's a perfect dog. That's a great dog. I mean... Kind of partial husky. It looks like a half husky, half... Rando. Yeah. Hi. But little. Hi. It's like a little husky. He's a little guy. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, checking out the road. Yeah. That, do that dog's looking down at the road like, oh man, we're going fast now. He's like, let's do this thing. Yeah. Also, a spit dripping out of his mouth because he's loving the air so much. Yeah. I should, I should probably get a pet and I wouldn't get attached to all these tub spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you had family. a dog, can you think of a name off the top of your head that you would like to Winchester? <laughs> so I could have a sign that says this house is protected by Winchester. <laughs> and they won't know. They'll think I have guns. <laughs> but it's a cute little shih tzu. It's just a tiny <laughs> little Malteser. That's the funny thing is I think I do want, I've been connecting more with little dogs. Oh, yeah. They're much easier to handle. Yeah. And they cuddle and they're not, you know, they don't run in and knock people over. Right. And uh, they just kind of stay where they are usually. I'm open though. I've gotten close a couple of times. Neighborhood cats. 
uh, Instagram notices about Foster, you know, but I can't, I'm not supposed to have pets in my place. So I do think that's not good. Yeah. That would be the day. Oh, we came to, uh, for the first time in four years, change the batteries and all the smoke de detectors. And yeah. then all of a sudden you're guilty as charged. Yeah. They're just a couple dogs sharing a spaghetti noodle. <laughs> Sorry, but they're in love. Chris, you adopted Lady and the Tramp? <laughs> yeah. That's insane. What did Tramp mean back then? Um, It was just he was a stray dog. So I think they were just like, you know, oh, he's almost like a hobo. Oh, yeah. it's Those are words you can't. Oh, and the, have you seen, speaking of MacGyver not being Quantum Leap, where they <laughs> he looks in the mirror and he is in the body of someone with Down's syndrome no and the and they they do uh they do the word he goes let's say it's i'm uh the word regarded yes is the word he looks in the mirror it's insane and scott bacula goes i'm regarded and it's insane that that back then yes well back then there were no rules that right. back then it was like whatever a tv writer thinks is appropriate is the rule right and no one else gets a say yeah especially the people who are affected negatively by the r word or any other race related thing right or right. it is marginal any other marginalized group it's and just like, man anything around 2005 even it's like holy shit the language in here but can I just ask a question? That's a thing that you found on regular TV? No, it was a sample that get, uh, gets thrown around a lot oh, oh. virally. Because I, I bet I you they... I didn't catch that episode of... Did they? I, they must have scrubbed that episode. I don't know. It's So many people have seen it that probably didn't know who Scott Bakula ever was because they're under 30. Yeah. Uh, no offense to the back man if he's listening. <laughs> But yeah, he's got to be horrified that that's like his the, his screen time right now is that moment. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, whatever. What's the line? What was the rest of the episode? Were they being like caring and sensitive or were they being... Right. It, it wasn't like a comedy show. It, so. it probably was redeeming and, and maybe part of the storyline was that episode was like, oh, I've never thought about this group of people. Yeah, he so learned... He learned a yeah. valuable lesson, but you take that clip... Ooh, out of context, ooh, Dracula. Or even in context. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Do you see this lady with two little dogs in a baby stroller? You have good eyes. There are two little dogs. <laughs> yeah. One's tiny and looking through the legs of the other dog. I know. And they're both in the place of where <laughs> there should be a baby. <laughs> Not that you should have a baby, lady. <laughs> It's a dog stroller. <laughs> it's a dog stroller. False alarm. You're doing what you should in life. Oh, you know what we could do right now? Um, Let's go through the car wash. It's it's like literally 20 feet long. I really want to. Okay, great. And we can describe it. And there will be sound effects if I roll the windows no, down. No, you can't roll oh, the window down. Yeah, I keep forgetting about the water part. <laughs> but can I borrow $8? Because I don't have any cash. On I me. do have tons of cash. I already on me. saw. That's mm. why you can't say no. Yeah, I don't know if I got eight ones. We'll see. Okay. And then when my wallet shows up today, I guess I could just put my credit cards in it. Let's see here. My wallet has a chain and an eagle on it, <laughs> and uh, nickel little old nickels for buttons. Oh, that's yeah. cool. How much did that cost you? 
Uh, I think fifteen dollars. Are you serious? Uh-huh. That's yeah, a bargain. Do. Yeah, genuine leather cowhide. <laughs> Sorry, cow. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, seven, eight, nine, nine ten, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve. Here you go. You do it. Oh, what do I do? Go into the guest Drop it in the clothes and shoes <laughs> drop-off center? You bet! Right here. Go in, in here and sleeping. Give it to the man behind the thing and oh, say, can we get our car washed? I gotta go to the man? Yeah. I'm All making right. you do it. All right. Here we go. Bye. Bye. Pausing for a moment. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Did a man say he was going to come out and help us? I really didn't understand what my guy was saying. Oh, I think he's he is. He's I, I, they it does have a code. Oh, there is a guy. Yeah. Oh, this is very exciting. Yeah, this is going to be good. I hope I don't get sick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure you're not jostled. Yeah, is this is this the kind of car wash where they spin the car <laughs> and the brushes stay stationary? <laughs> Those are a nightmare. <laughs> you get spun? Yeah. Be, before they figured it out. They're like put the car in a lazy Susan. Oh, this is going to be great. Got the neoprene uh, thwappers. Thank you. Yay. Yay. Well, windows up. (laughs) Want to make a classic? I saw a TikTok of some guy that built a human car. Is my tire in the right spot? Tire okay? I like that Chevron jacket. Yeah, it's cool. I want it. Neutral. There it is. Oop. Okay. Thank you. <gasps> Hands off the thing. Yeah, this guy Feed built off the pedals. In his apartment built a human car wash with all the like with hoses and everything and he just walks through it and it's the most fascinating it's like a rube goldberg machine that's insane yeah it's great i will find it no that's the problem you watch these things and then you don't know who made it you just see it and then you don't know how to refer to it again yeah that's why you have to hit some sort of liking saving button i want to pay for the storage listen (laughs) listener we're about to go through the shortest most powerful car wash auto drive through car wash in Los Angeles. Yeah, it looked, they're yellow and black brushes that are all spiky. It looks yep. like a, a, a porcupine that's into the band Striper. <laughs> it looks like a bumblebee that yeah. grew its hair out. Yeah, ooh, and, and we're slowly being, we have, there's no turning back now. No. Nope. Even if you put it in gear. Can't do it. Oh, this we're is very in. exciting. Oh, the soap is covering the windshield. Oh, that's going to really do the job. <laughs> this is so exciting.
exciting. I'm a little scared. I can't see out the window. It's also, you can look up here. Well, I, I'm too nervous to look up. <laughs> look up, Chris. Oh, it's so much soap. <laughs> We're so vulnerable right now. Oh, someone could rob us. They just have to be disguised as a big brush. They can't get in. No, the cat's a good point. We're mm -hmm. safer, actually. You're, you're, a, you're the safer here than you would be at the police station. You know what? I uh, This is a comforting. This is like a heavy blanket. Yes. Yeah. This is very therapeutic. This is nice. You was... hear that, by the way? That's brown noise. Is it? Yeah, it's white noise with a little bit of uh, interference. Okay. And it's also cleaning the shit out of my car. Yeah, this is a very ASMR. Excuse me while I take a bite of this apple. <laughs> Wait, now we go through the rain cycle. Ooh, this is rinse. Oh, you can see how much wax is in it. <laughs> this is going to make it sparkle. Oh, yeah. What's up, rain? Rain and rinse. And then the wind. Look at oh. It's every season in a yeah. day. Who says? Who says it's just 75 every day in Los Angeles? <laughs> yeah. It's spring. And yeah. then you go by these guys that like, they, oh, yeah. they squeegee you. Is that something? Yeah, now we're going through the giant hand dryer. Yeah. It's very exciting. Can I roll down the window no, for a no, minute? No, no, <laughs> no. I just wanted to see if it <laughs> would blow a bunch of air into my mouth and do that thing like from the Keystone Light commercial. <laughs> oh. Yes. I mean, your car is going to look great, but pretty, pretty lame ride for 10 bucks. I mean, oh, I put it in drive. That's better. And for me, I wonder how many people just stay in neutral and slowly <laughs> coast into traffic. They just roll onto Riverside. I bet it happens. Uh, thanks for buying me a car wash. <laughs> sure, my treat. <laughs> I didn't, I don't have any cash, but I can later. Oh, it's okay. Oh. And I now have... I can see through the windshield that we're using this whole time. Oh, you haven't washed it since the floods and the, all that mishap, right? Not to out you as a gross person. As a super gross person. I, uh, well, when I was in Petaluma, I went to, no, before I left... Sorry, I've been up there a couple times. I went and took it to the hand wash, which is like you drive into a little, your own individual station and you do it all. Like you yeah. put all the quarters in the real fast, try to get it done. I did that one time, but I had right. waited so long that there's like stuff stuck to the hood and stuff. Right. When I do those, I pay twice and I just do waste the first one on soapy brush. Oh. So I really, I get two doses of soapy brush. And you just scrub the hell out of Keep it? Keep it on that setting, the first wash, and then the next one. That's when I rush through the other. Okay. So what, in between washes, you can really scrub the bugs. <laughs> hey, did you go to your rock and roll formal? I did. I did. did and please describe it. Okay. It was at a dairy ranch in my hometown of Petaluma, the Gambonini Ranch. So it's outside of town, like... Two miles or Was something. Was this in St. Olaf? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, golden, that's a golden Girls reference. Yeah. Um, it's just funny that it was at a dairy ranch. It, 
Well, this is the weirdness of my hometown because when I was growing up, everything was dairy ranches. And now every, you know, there's certain places that aren't anymore, but they're so brilliant because they still own the property and they're turning them into event spaces. So you can have your wedding at the Gambonini Ranch and that basically they went and took their dairy barn, which is like a 30 foot ceiling and you know that used to have it was where they used to milk the cows now they poured a cement shiny cement floor um they have beautiful lighting it obviously has walls now and so basically it's this big gorgeous event space on the same like uh footprint where the the milking barn used to be i'm assuming it was the milking barn and it's out these beautiful like rolling hills outside of Petaluma. That sounds pretty. So it's absolutely gorgeous. And it was it was a fundraiser for Petaluma schools. And so it's like they get they come there, they raise all this money and then they basically have a fund that distributes it to all of the schools in Petaluma. Oh wow. So everybody gets extra whatever they need. That's so cool. Isn't that great? And people there's a lot of giving and it's really lovely. Yeah, that would be a nice night where yeah. everyone is there knowing it's for a good cause. And here's my favorite part of it, which I knew was going to be your next question. My favorite part was... It still smelled like manure? <laughs> it was... Oh, was everyone was holding next. their notes <laughs> uh, all through dinner. Um, no, my favorite part was... So when I was growing up at the end of our street, there was a, a corner store and... We went there. We walked there to get candy every single day. That was like... Oh, as, I remember this old-timey... Yeah. Like, yeah. Candy and it store. was... Part of it was... And there's like a candy jerk in there? Uh, no, no. It was a regular store. Almost like a bodega where it's like, yeah. you're not going to drive all the way into town. You can go get it at Aegis's. So it was a bar. It was a gas station in the front where my mom would... Um, the guy would p- pump the gas for my mom while she rolled up the window and smoked. She'd never put her cigarette out. It was just that convenient. Wow. Um, but then we get we would walk there just as something to do after school and buy candy. And it was just a huge part of our lives. Like, we went there literally every single day. So we met um, a guy there whose name was Jim Aegis III. And his grandparents are Jim and Topsy Aegis, who own the store with Frank and Chick Aegis, who were the four people? They were like, if this was a sitcom that I walked to every day, wow, those were the main characters. They were the owners of the store, and it was also it was half a store. And they and, were grown ups when you were a kid. Yes, they oh, were. Wow. Yeah, and it was half a store and half a bar. So behind the counter of the store, he would ring up kids buying candy, and then walk through a doorway Get and then bartend. Drunk? Yes. Oh wow! On the other side, and so we were introduced to. This kid, I mean, he's, I don't, I don't know how old he is, but those are his grandparents. And so my sister and I were like, oh my God, your grandparents meant the world to us. We walked to that place every day. I go, I dream about that store. Like so many of my dreams are set in that store yeah. because it was like a foundational memory. Your grandparents were foundational people in my childhood. And it was, he was delighted. And then he goes, well, then you're going to want to see our family Flickr page because he, he's like the guy that keeps all the family photos. And so he had all these photos like from the 70s Petaluma of all the of the store, of the bar. Did you find yourself in one? No, no, no. <laughs> no, but I got to see the store as it used to be. Yeah. Which, which was like yeah. a chance I would never have had. 
And they were just assigned to your table. They were, he wasn't at my table. He was, um, he knows our friend. So he came up to say hi to her and then she introduced us. Oh, wow. And, and you're like, you used to give me little brown bags of Swedish fish. Yeah. But he didn't, he was like the grandchild. Wow. Okay. So gotcha. we were basically telling him about how meaningful gotcha. and important his grandparents were to us. Who've long since passed. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. That so is... very sweet. I love that it's a kid's like candy store and then a bar on the other side. Mike O'Connell and I tried to pitch a children's show idea where he would do songs, but I was going to be a bartender, basically, but at a milk and candy place. So it was kids telling stories and talking about their feelings and us. Uh, uh, we didn't think about it much further than that, but I just love the idea of like, what's been bothering you? And you slide a milk over to a little kid and yep. it's like cheers for kids. And they're like, ah, my parents are getting a divorce. Well, that doesn't mean they don't love you. Like those Aww. kind of, it would, it, I thought, uh, if we had just had our shit together a little more in the pitch, I don't know. It still might be. I always thought you needed like a fun to do a kid's show. Yeah. You needed like a Tim Burton type producer that got your vision right because i wanted to teach drawing stuff like here's the imagination station and then and teach finally utilize my art teaching degree that's still a great idea and you're both still alive and well yes yeah it, i would love to have a a kind of a show like that where it was we were making kids talk about stuff yeah that would scare people 10 years ago yeah. Okay. Let's, I'll put pen to paper. The milk bar will be, uh, come a reality. But the kids don't get drunk. We kept have to, they had to say that during, no, we aren't actually serving them alcohol. It will just look like a bar, but it's for kids. <laughs> Cheers for kids. Well, we can't uh, suggest they're getting drunk. Yeah, I kind of wish I, I wasn't saying the word bar, but well, you've learned. Now <laughs> yes. you can like... Yeah, yeah. Well, I bet you, though, nowadays, you could pitch that and somebody would understand what you were talking right, about. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. These days. And no, sometimes with child actors behind the scenes, you do have to get they drunk. They are drunk. Yeah, you go, it's the only way to make a horse or a kid talk. What is that? What is that? Give them some booze. Uh, that was someone that wanted to make a Mad Max car. That, that was a later. Mad Max car. Yeah, a Mazda 280Z that they... They cut with a sheet metal cutter and added <laughs> roll bars and metal. And I do believe there's probably fake guns on the side. Holy shit. That was like, it almost scared me. That's why I whispered it. I yeah. was like, what is the, well, what's happening? Every town has that weirdo that wants to recreate the DeLorean from Back to the Future or the <laughs> Ghostbusters station wagon. And it's, uh, you're like, well, that's kind of cool. But then you always see that the... The driver has a screw loose. Yes. That's a person that's like, I like Mad Max and the idea of a dystopian future where... I'm going to shoot you for your gas. Yeah. Please don't. Please don't, sir. That's why I kept my voice real low as we drove by. <laughs> this is an electric car. You can't... You want nothing from us, sir. You can shoot me for my gas, though. And I fart and we take off. Uh, he, Brown noise. <laughs> Oh man, that gave me, uh, oh, that was like a dying man's last wish, that wheeze. 
Oh, man. I need an inhaler. (laughs) You've been listening to Brown Noise. D-I-N-A-R. (laughs) F-A-R-T. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.